You are Locked On Utes, your daily podcast on the Utah Utes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. On today's episode of the Locked On Utes podcast, Kyle Whittingham speaks to the media, and we're going to listen to his comments here on the podcast. Also, uh, Britton Covey with some very poignant words regarding practice for the University of Utah, how the team is adjusting, what they felt was important, and uh, how they're dealing with the loss of a teammate. All that coming up on today's episode of the Locked on Utes podcast for October the 5th, 2021. Hello, my Utah friends and family, and welcome to a Tuesday episode of the Locked On Utes podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Utes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Please follow us on your favorite podcast app. Tell your friends about us and let us know why Locked On Utes is your first listen every single day. Today, uh, we're going to listen a lot on this episode. We're going to listen to Kyle Whittingham as he spoke to the media for the first time since the tragic killing of Aaron Lowe. We're also going to listen to some commentary from Jim Harding, from Britton Covey, and uh, Cam Rising as well. Um, Just felt like it was necessary to step back and let them talk, as I've been talking a lot for the last week. Uh, Plus, you know, they had some really poignant things to say. So this is the first half of Kyle Whittingham's press conference interview with the media from Monday. Yeah, it's too high maintenance. Way too high maintenance. I withstood it as long as I could. Okay. uh, The tragic, devastating loss of Aaron Lowe is still weighing heavy on our hearts here in our program. We miss Aaron. Uh, senseless, senseless loss. And, uh, you know, for our team to uh, experience uh, the loss that we had in less than a year's period of time with, with Ty and Aaron is, has been a challenge. Um, it's been a struggle. But uh, we'll get through it. And so that's, that's the first thing I want to make sure we address is, is uh, how much we miss him and, and uh, just it's just something that uh, very difficult to go through obviously um, let's see games uh, Washington State game it was good to get off on the right foot in Pac-12 play a uh, week ago and uh, get the victory home home victory uh, against Washington State uh, of course coming off a of bye week now and heading into USC week uh, big challenge. I know they've dropped a couple ball games this year, but they're as talented as they ever are, and uh, that uh, that's uh, a high level of talent is what they have. And so uh, we'll have our uh, work cut out for us. It's on the road down in the Coliseum, which has been a, a brutal place for us to play. We haven't had a lot of success there, if any, and uh, so we got to prepare and get ready and and move forward, which uh, which our team is uh, ready to do. So, questions. Kyle, how, how hard is it to focus on football? I know, obviously, just even talking right now, it's, it's not easy to make that transition. What, what's, right. what's this experience like? Uh, extremely difficult, to say the least. Um, 
fortunately, we had a bye week last week to regroup, I guess you can say, and and, and uh, come to terms with uh, with the uh, tragedy. Um, and so, yeah, it's challenging. It's a challenge, and and uh, you know we've got uh, a lot of football left, and we've got to move forward and, and uh, carry on. Coach, obviously, in the last before what happened to Arizona, you guys were processing and mourning what happened to Kyle for the previous nine months. How does what happened to Aaron last weekend kind of impact that grieving process, and how does it kind of I don't know if it add to it is the right word, but yeah, we're we're doing the best we can, and uh, it was surreal when I got the phone call Sunday morning. It was about six a.m. when I got the phone call. It was, uh, you know, those calls are never good. That's the first thing I can say is when you get those two a.m., three a.m., four a.m. calls, and and uh, it's just never a good thing. And uh, it was almost the exact scenario that when I got the Ty Jordan call, it was about 5.30 a.m. in the morning when I got the Ty Jordan call. And so first thing on your mind is, oh, no, you know, what's what's happened? And then you get the worst possible news, worst possible news. And uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's challenging, and it uh, and, uh, takes everything you got to, to overcome it. Well, we have we have a great support staff here in house. We have a great uh, team of counselors and psychologists that uh, are available for our players. Our, our department's done a great job of of assembling that team, and and uh, we uh, had a team meeting the the Monday right after the. The uh, passing of Aaron and, and the psychologists were there and make sure that we let everybody know that that uh, it's a resource and, and they are there for the support of the team and don't try to deal with it on your own. If you're struggling, reach out. So that was the message. And, and yeah, we, we did exactly what you say, but it was in-house rather than out-of-house. Kyle, when Ty died, you guys had gone your separate for the holidays already. Right. At this point, you're in the middle of the season. Your players are together. Can that be beneficial being together? I think there's some therapeutic value to that, yes, and to help you know everyone lean on each other and and uh, support each other. And we had a, a team meeting on Monday, like I said, and, and there was a chance for players and coaches alike to express their thoughts and feelings. And I think that was that was helpful, and that was uh, the start of the healing process. And you know, the healing process—the only thing that'll heal is time. You can do. Uh, whatever you want to do and as much as you want to do but but time is really the the thing that that uh is the ultimate healer are you guys traveling to the wake and the funeral from la or whoever wants to go no we'll, we'll come back and the uh, funeral will be on monday yeah. so it's a week from today yeah what were, what were your thoughts when you saw that, that the you know, police department made an arrest for well it was, it was a very positive thing and and uh, it gives you some sense of Justice, I guess you can say, but but uh, we'll see how things transpire and, and what happens from here. But but it's progress, and uh, so I thought that was a you know a positive thing, and and I know our players are uh, feeling the same way. I know that um, players are dealing with this certain way, but also the coaches, the guys, especially brought Aaron into the program. Mm -hmm. How are they handling this? Well, it's been difficult, as you'd expect. I mean, you lose you got when you're a coach, 
uh, when you're the head coach, you got 120 players, and you treat them all and feel about them all like you do your own children. And so it's like it's like losing one of your own. And and uh, coaches uh, feel the same way, particularly about their position group. And then the coaches that recruited the, the particular players, I mean, that impacts them tremendously. And so it's uh, you know it's 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 tough. I mean, there's there's nothing. Uh, Nothing that uh, is uh, anything but a, but a huge challenge in a situation like this. Kyle, what have you gone through you know, in your life and in your career that kind of prepares you for how to lead people through this? Because they're yeah. never going to turn to you. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, when tell our team this all the time is when you lead the leaders most is during difficult times. Anybody can lead during good times when things are going smooth, and and so this challenges us all, and and uh, particularly me as the as the leader of the program. Uh, any particular event, I mean, I've had very difficult things happen to me in my life, and and losses of uh, loved ones, and so I would say your entire body of of your life is the preparation. You know, just just uh, going through life's ups and downs, and, and uh, that's that's uh, you know just as a generic statement. Just it prepares you. It's you know it's prepared me and helped me in this situation. But but uh, each situation is so unique and so uh, you know just uh, just so difficult to deal with. But but uh, you draw from your experience. Yeah. Well, in terms of grief and players processing things, has anybody come to you and says that they're just not up for playing this week. No, Perhaps. nobody. Nobody's mentioned that, and uh, we had a uh, uh, we had two team meetings last week. We had one right on Sunday when when we just learned of the event, and uh, it was uh, you know, and everybody knew it wasn't you know news travels so fast. There was nobody in that meeting that, that wasn't aware of what happened, but but that was the first team meeting that we had. Then we had a, a team leadership council meeting uh, Sunday night because I wanted to get the feedback from the from the leaders and and uh, as far as uh, you know how we were going to move forward and what the what the plan was and and just to make sure that uh, coaches and players were all on the same page so Kyle, what will you remember most about Aaron Aaron a lot of the same things I remember about Ty just a, a guy that had a smile on his face all the time walked into a room and just was was uh just lit up the room. I mean, the, the same comments and and uh, description of Ty fits fits Aaron, and I think that's maybe why they were so close. You know, they were they were a very close friendship, and and uh, they were very similar in their personalities. And uh, of course, they played different positions and that type of thing. But but as far as who they were as a as people, uh, was uh, there was a lot of common ground there. First half of Kyle Whittingham's press availability from Monday. Here on the Locked On Utes podcast, wanted to take a second to talk about Prize Picks. It is the daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and I know you will too. Prize Picks is a leader in college sports daily fantasy. Offers more college football props than anyone in the world, and offers all the star players of the Power Five as well as mid-major players you may have not have ever heard of. They can offer any prop that you can think of, from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions throw thrown all you have to do is that when you make your deposit use the promo code locked on you'll receive a 100 instant deposit match up to 100 dollars. just be sure to use the promo code locked on pick your two to five players and an over under on the projections and you can win up to 10 times on any entry and it's just you versus the numbers no one else to worry about you just go up against the old digits 
Prize Picks allows multi-mixed sport entries. You can take the over on LeBron, for example, combined with the under on Mahomes in the same entry. Use the award-winning app on both the Apple's App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's just that easy. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com. Use the promo code Locked On, or go to your App Store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Today's episode is also brought to you by our good friends over at rockauto.com. With all the makes and models on the road, it's impossible for your local chain auto parts store to keep up and stock all the parts that might be necessary. Why would you want to go deal with the surly guy or woman behind the counter and the seemingly intimidating questioning, you know, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX, even though they don't really know what that means, when you could be the person holding the book of facts all the book of knowledge uh, with the computer's access to rockauto.com at home or in your pocket. Uh, Use your laptop, desktop, or mobile device, and you can save time and money when you're using Rock Auto. You can spend uh, 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts if you wanted to go to a chain store or a car dealership. Instead, you should just go to rockauto.com because they're a family business that's been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. No worries about having to be a mechanic or knowing a mechanic to get that low price. They have everything you can need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Uh, I, oh boy, man, it's been a year for Rock Auto and I. Uh, New bearings, new brakes, new headlights. Uh, We talked, it feels like it was not that long ago that I was spilling ranch all over my car seats. Well, we've now outed hot sauce to that. So maybe the rule is I should just stop eating my car. But you know what? Like I could just buy the car seats that that repel all the stains instead. And and that would have solved my problem last time when I read this. So maybe that's going to be my next order at rockauto.com. But just go explore their easy to use website today to find the solution to all your auto parts needs or your spilling uh, issues. Either one. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Spock, so that they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. Coming up on the second half of the Locked On Utes podcast and wanted to play the remainder of the Kyle Whittingham sound as he spoke to the media on Monday. Here you go, Kyle Whittingham. Coach, um, how much concern do you have that flashback or some mm-hmm. sort of response that potentially could take them back to a memory of Aaron or, I don't know, maybe they were at the party or something that could possibly put them in harm's way on the field. Uh, you know, I hadn't thought of that. That's something that I uh, hadn't, hadn't, uh, hadn't considered. But, uh, you know, when you, get, when you get in a football game, it's you go into game mode and you go into a different state of mind. And so uh, I think that uh, I guess there's a possibility of that, but I would I would say that uh, you know when a player when a football player is in game mode, uh, he blocks everything else out and just focuses on on what's going on. Do you get do you get the sense that players not that they want to put this past them? Obviously, they want to grieve, they want to do this, but football is an opportunity for them to kind of just like you mentioned, kind of get out of that experience and just play. I mean, yeah. and, and especially with an opponent like USC, how does, how does that work? Yeah, and that's exactly the sentiment that the uh, leadership council said. Is this, you know, the best, the best way to heal and the best way to uh, get through this together is to get back to doing what we, what they love and what they're here. For. You know, one of the main reasons they're here, obviously, getting their education is the primary reason. But, 
but uh, that's getting some getting back to some sense of normalcy but at the same time you know you never put it out of your mind but it's it's uh, you know it's just a, a therapy in and of itself I guess you could say getting back on the field follow that up from a football standpoint you guys came out of Washington State with some injuries with the three safeties yeah. um, and Makai Bernard can you offer anything on those no, we don't ever offer injury information during the so season. There isn't any season ending injuries? No, we do mention season ending. There's no season ending injuries out of that. Yeah. So it's kind of our, our MO on how we handle that. You, you've talked a lot this season of trying to clean up some mistakes in the games and everything. Is this going to be even harder now? With, with the distraction, or do you feel like players are maybe, maybe it's a little bit more attention to detail or whatever that may be? Well, we'll see. You know, I can't, I can't predict one way or another, but. Uh, there were certainly a lot of things that uh, we have to work on and, and continuing to continuing to work on. But but uh, whether this provides more focus, I could I couldn't tell you. I couldn't answer that. Kyle, how are you? <laughs> Hanging in there. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's uh, challenging. It's you know you just you, a million things go through your head and, and you just. You know, keep going over and over the, uh, you know, essentially the same thoughts, and and uh, it it uh, really uh, brought back ties passing. I mean, it, it kind of all is wrapped into one now, and, and uh, so it's uh, been the most challenging year of my coaching career, hands down, without any question at all. Have you had a conversation with your players about? You know, going to parties and things like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's a conversation we've had probably a thousand times, and but this even heightens that and makes them aware that it's a different world we live in today. It's not it's not the same as it was even ten years ago, and, and you got to be careful. And, and that's not to say that Aaron put himself in a you know pointing the finger, say, hey, look, don't do that. But you just got to be aware. You got to be aware that that uh, things have changed, and uh, and uh, try to. Keep yourself in safe situations. What, what's your message to the team moving forward against USC? Obviously, this is a tough environment. This is it's not easy. Mm -hmm. What's the message now going into this game? Well, the message is we've got to prepare and have a great week of practice, just like it takes to win any ball game. You've got to you've got to do your work Monday through Friday, and and uh, that's our challenge. They had a they had a. Uh, Terrific week of practice, Washington State week. You know that was our best week of practice in preparation of the whole year, and and uh, I think uh, it showed on. Although we put the ball on the ground a bunch of times, but but uh, for the most part, it, uh, particularly on defense, it showed. And so that's the same message. You know, our, our guys know what it takes to win at this level. It's it's uh, you know it's very challenging and it's it's uh, all encompassing. You know, you got to live your, you got to do things right all week long. You got to eat, sleep. Hydrate, practice, lift, study, filming. There's so much to the process, and they they get that, they understand that, and, and there really is no no way around that, regardless of circumstances. Coach, you're going to do something similar with Aaron Bowman. Yeah, exactly. And we're in this we're in the formative process or formulating and, and deciding, uh, you know, what we're going to do with Aaron, just like uh, in his remembrance, just like we were with Ty. And uh, I think there'll be some common ground as well that, that both of them get celebrated, uh, you know, in ways. And number 22, you won't see anyone wearing number 22 in this program again, at least as long as, long as I'm the head coach. And, and uh, we'd like to see that retired permanently. That's that's our wish, and, and uh, I think you'll see that happen. Any other questions, Coach? 
on a on a performer because we're going to do stories later in the week after mm -hmm. all of these. I'm just curious if you've sorted out the running back position. Um, you had a lot of question marks after the Washington State game. Uh, well, Ty, uh, Ty, TJ Pledger uh, certainly had a, a terrific game and uh, put himself uh, squarely in the conversation as, as the, you know, a guy that's uh, in position to possibly be the primary back. Uh, Makai Bernard was banged up in that game going in. You saw him have to leave the game and didn't return. Uh, but when he's healthy, he's a, a terrific player. We're still, Tavion Thomas is still a guy that we think has a ton of upside, but we've got to get the ball security situation corrected. Um, Chris Curry adds to what we're doing. So to answer your question, I don't, I don't think we have a, uh, you know, we're going into week five and, and uh, you know, we're still getting good production in the run game. It's just, you know, seems to be a little bit different each week. But uh, I can say that TJ certainly made a move and uh, whether or not Makai is, is ready to go this week will we'll certainly have a bearing on that as well. And then at some point, we need to find out who Tavion Thomas is and, and what he can bring to the table. So I know that's kind of vague, but uh, that's what it is. What did you see from USC in the game against Colorado? Uh, got a little more simplistic on defense than they'd been in weeks past, cut down on the zone pressures. Um, just stayed more basic, and it was to you know it was very successful for them. They, they did a nice job on defense. Um, offensively, you know the receiver is terrific. Uh, the London kid is is uh, as good as there is in the country, maybe the best in the country, and so he's certainly a weapon for them. Uh, quarterback Slovis uh, played well against Colorado. Uh, they ran the ball exceptionally well. I mean, they, Colorado was almost daring them to run the ball with some of their schemes and their fronts, and, and they did, and uh, they, they were successful. So they've got uh, you know, a ton of talent, like I said, at the onset, and uh, we'll have uh, our work cut out for us. And, and like I said, our uh, track record at the Coliseum hasn't been good, but that's, you know, that's history, and we're hoping that uh, that has no bearing on this year. You got him down as a head coach getting out of a prediction game, but I know you got some expertise <laughs> at that. You proved that in a long period of time, and I'm curious if you're surprised by the Pac-12 scores you're seeing, or if it really is what you expect. Well, the thing about the Pac-12 is you never know what to expect, and that's the you know that's the consistency. The consistency is the inconsistency, and and uh, if that makes sense, and and some of the scores, you know, Oregon losing, uh, you wouldn't have. You wouldn't have thought that. Although Stanford's a really physical, good football team, but but uh, you know the way Oregon was playing, a number three in the country, you didn't see that coming. Uh, and just uh, I think there's only three uh, teams in the conference that don't have conference losses yet: us, uh, Arizona State, and Oregon State. And so that you know we're, we're two weeks in. Is that right? Two or three weeks in, and and there's only three out of twelve teams that don't have a conference loss. And so I think that tells you about the balance in this league. Thanks, guys. Thank you. There you have it. Kyle Whittingham's comments as he spoke to the media for the first time since the passing of Aaron Lowe. Uh, just, you can hear it in his voice. You can see it in his face, just how much of a toll this has taken. Um, so, felt like it was necessary to hear that. Uh, maybe some of you have heard it already. If so, um, we'll talk more about the actual game coming up to on tomorrow's episode. So stay tuned for that as we continue to break down and bring news to you and updates and whatnot. Thank you, as always, for making Locked On Utes your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms, as I've mentioned before. So no excuses to go sign up. 
Uh, but at the same time, there's also no excuses for going to for not going to BetOnline.ag, uh, the number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With the new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right now to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest, easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. If you're looking to cross off your bingo card, you're going to be surprised. We're not talking about a certain type of protein bar. No, we're going to talk about how you're going to deal with those stressful situations at work and the fact that you're wearing a nice lavender shirt and you don't want to sweat your way through it. That's right. You're going to go with sweat block. Sweat block is the uh, doctor created, doctor recommended uh, sweat antiperspirant uh, wipes. That work for up to seven days per use. They give you a dry shirt guarantee. If sweat block doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. Uh, it's a bestseller on Amazon for the past 10 years for a reason. Over 13,000 reviews, currently number one in Amazon's antiperspirant category. And also made here in the heart of America. That's right, the good old uh, US of A. The best part about sweat block is that you can wear what you want to wear. It is your little secret of confidence. Uh, it's a must-have for everybody's toiletry bag. It's a lot cleaner than deodorant uh, simpler it, it's really i mean it's really phenomenal all you do is just uh, right before you go to bed wipe twice on either side you know or maybe you've got one side that sweats and one side that doesn't i'm not here to judge you on any of that kind of stuff but wipe it go to bed wake up the next morning you can wear whatever it is that you want don't have to worry about sweating through things uh it's no surprise that I'm a sweaty man, I'm a large man, I'm a very hot-blooded man. Uh, I don't know if the ginger beard and hair contribute to that or not. I'm going to assume so. Uh, but the best part about sweat block is I don't have to worry about any of that kind of stuff anymore because I know I'm going to be dry and I'm not going to have to worry about sweating through things or have to do the awkward T-Rex raise your hand if, if something like that is coming up. Uh, you know, I don't have to short-arm things when I'm throwing the ball for my dog. Whatever it is, uh, sweat block takes care of that. Sweat block is stronger, more effective than most clinical antiperspirants. You simply apply it at night before bedtime, go to bed. The next morning you wake up, wash, and go about your day without worrying about sweat, guaranteed. Uh, may sound too good to be true. Uh, I only have to use sweat block once or twice a week. It keeps me dry the whole time. No more pitting out. No more picking my shirts based on which one will hide sweat better. No more doubling up on shirts. If you or someone you love is dealing with this, you have to check out sweat block. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with the promo code locked on or at Amazon or CVS. Wrapping things up here today on the Locked On Utes podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I was going to play you a couple different interviews here. I think we'll just play Britton Covey's as time is starting to get a little bit deeper than I expected. Uh, Britton Covey, uh, Coach Covey, as we've started calling him affectionately here on the podcast, I believe everybody is is pretty much in the uh, assumption that he's going to be a coach someday. So we'll see what happens with him. Uh, Britton can do just about anything. Uh, that I'm convinced of. But his words were just super poignant, as always, uh, regarding the tragedy and everything going on. So here's Britton Covey. Give us an idea of what the last couple of practices have been like for you guys. Coach said today you guys wanted to get back on the field and try and, you know, try and focus on football and get your minds off things. How have things been? Yeah, things have been good. There's been a good feel. You know, things like this do one or two things. They make it harder and kind of make people 
distance themselves or it brings people together. And, and that's kind of the approach we're taking. We think that it's important to be together as much as possible, you know, carry on, do practice, everything like that, it, that helps people come together more. So it's been a good feeling, you know, it helps to be together a lot. Before what happened to Aaron, you guys are already kind of going through and processing what had happened to Ty nine months prior. When you guys heard the news, or when you personally heard the news about Ty, how, how do you think that that is going to affect your processing of, or sorry, when you heard the news about Aaron, how do you think that's going to affect the processing of Ty, and how does, how does Aaron's death play into that from a grieving process standpoint? Well, I mean... Those are two moments in my life that I don't think I'll ever forget where I was, you know, what I was thinking when I heard, um, you, you know, everybody has moments like that. And this one was difficult in a different way. Ties was so difficult because we had just come off the season and we weren't together. You know, nobody was with each other. This one was difficult because we were with each other. I've, you know, the day after it happened when we came together as a team, I don't think I've ever been a part of a more difficult meeting, um, a more emotional meeting with everybody. Uh, but at the same time, it helped a lot. So you, f you find strength in the guys next to you and you just realize that everybody grieves and mourns in different ways. Um, I don't know, it's just uh, one of those things that you have such a reverence for. And uh, it almost makes you not want to talk football for a little bit. You know, you have to, because you got to get through it and you got to move on and that's what he would want. But we loved Aaron and I loved Aaron, and um, you want to give that respect and that reverence to him and what he stood for and what he did. And uh, I find strength in my other teammates because it is pretty difficult. <clears throat> Has football been a good distraction for you guys? Absolutely. When, when you've not been away and with downtime? Absolutely. Football is a great distraction. And, and uh, kind of just, you know, having Aaron's mom come and talk to us and tell us to continue on because that's what he would want that was kind of the the last thing that we needed uh, before we could really do it so I think that that was what helped the most was having his mom tell us to, to go on and to dominate the rest of the season and and so uh, that helped because now you feel like you're going out here with a bigger purpose we've got a couple uh, tributes that we do during practice things like that to Ty and Aaron uh, I think that you know, it helps you play for something bigger than you. When did Aaron's mother come to speak to you then? That was, um, let's see, I think on Wednesday of last week, Thursday of last week, Wednesday. Yeah. So. Do you plan to take advantage of some of the uh, mental health uh, things that are available through the university throughout this time? Absolutely. I. I think that is so important. I think it's especially hard for a lot of the guys that were there. Uh, I think that's a, a trauma that they'll have for a long time. And, uh, you know, we've tried to, a lot of us have tried to encourage them to go talk with someone about that because uh, some people here on this team grew up around stuff like that, but a lot of guys didn't. And uh, it was pretty traumatic for them to be present. So I think that that's important that they especially utilize those things. So, you mentioned, you mentioned football being a good distraction. How good would the medicine be for you guys to come together and get a win where you have not won in the Pac-12 era? Yeah, it would be wonderful. I, I think that this season has been such a weird season in all matters and in all senses of the word. And uh, to 
to look at what we're doing right now and realize you're 1-0 in Pac-12 play and, you know, there's only three teams in the conference without a loss. You almost think, really, like this year and we're in that position after all that's happened and after how crazy it's been. And so to go in there and realize that, you know, there's still something beautiful and awesome that could come out of the season. Uh, a win would really spark that, I think. And we've been waiting for this team to spark. Uh, you know, it would be really great to have it spark down there in L.A. There you have it. Captain Britton Covey speaking to the media today. Uh, hope everybody enjoyed this. I just, um, some of it is just not wanting to continually ad- address the same things, but most of it was wanting to give uh, these men an opportunity to speak a little bit. We'll probably uh, listen to a little bit of Cam Rising and, and Jim Harding as well, because I do think that they said some important things, but uh, we are getting late and, and we don't like to stay late uh, any later than we have to. We know your time is valuable. That's why we want to make sure that you're getting all your daily Pac-12 news in less than 30 minutes with the Pac-12 expert. That is the one, the only, Cindy Robinson. You can uh, uh, follow the Pac- Locked On Pac-12 podcast on your favorite podcast app or the Odyssey podcast app, the one that we highly recommend here. So go ahead and get that done. That is it for today's episode of the Locked On News podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We love you. We like you. We appreciate you. Hope everybody is doing well out there. Uh, Keep those positive thoughts going. We're all going through something right now, so let's keep fighting together. Uh, We're all going to get through this. Just don't let anybody stop you, and everything will be all right. So that's it for me today. This has been the Locked on Utes podcast for October 5th, 2021, and we'll talk to you, as always, tomorrow.